Central Ohio is a hub of businesses, nonprofit, and social enterprise organizations, large and small, all connected by the experiences we share and the stories we tell. Your BBB is excited to showcase businesses who are working every day to build trust and support our communities. BBB SparkCast is where we will learn from these local entrepreneurs firsthand. Hello listeners and thanks for joining us for this episode of BBB SparkCast. My name is Jordan, the Content and Communications Coordinator with Your BBB. Karina Nova is an Emmy-winning journalist, serving as the weekend anchor and a general assignment reporter for 10TV News. Karina spent the early years of her life growing up in Baku, near the Caspian Sea. At age eight, her family moved to Ohio. Karina is a Kent State graduate, a mentor for Big Brothers Big Sisters, a board member for Fairy Godmothers, and a graduate of the FBI Citizens Academy. How are you doing today, Karina? I'm great. Thank you for that introduction. I appreciate it. And I'm so glad to be here. Oh, awesome. After an already <laughs> long day. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully this is this is fun for No, for this us. is yeah. really fun and I think you guys are tackling a very good topic that your businesses will definitely appreciate after today. Oh, great. Well, yeah, let's get right into it then. Um, today's conversation is meant to uncover a little bit about how businesses can connect with local media partners uh, through pitching your ideas and capturing local media's attention. Um, I'll talk through a little bit of insight that I've gained here at BBB, but Karina, clearly you have actual insight on what works and doesn't work since you receive pitches all the time. <laughs> yeah, we get about 800 emails a day. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, it's unfortunate if you don't check your email while you're on vacation, you come back to a few thousand. It's never fun. So we check our emails every day and the majority of those are pitches, some kind of press release. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That's way more than, I mean, I, I figured it'd be a lot, but. <laughs> yeah, about six to eight hundred. Six Some to eight hundred. Wow. <laughs> oh. Well, let's start with the basic first question. Uh, what is it that an anchor or producer is looking for from a pitch? Okay. The first part of this is so simple. Keep it clear, simple, and short. We are so busy every single day. In producers, reporters, anchors, we're running around like crazy people. There's never a time where we have two hours to sit down and look through our email and read through it. We're go, go, go. I get an assignment for that day. I'm out on a story and I'm always looking ahead. What's my story gonna be for the next day? So I'm looking for clear, simple, short. Don't make it a two, three page explanation of what your event is or what you want to promote. You want to cover what, where, and when, and how does it impact our viewers. And the other thing you want to mention for TV specifically, what are my visuals? Uh, when I show up to cover your press event, say you're opening up a new business, uh, what are my visuals going to be? Am I going to be able to talk to customers? Who can I interview? Specifics into that and make it really clear who will be available, what, what can we see? So then when do you think news actually warrants a full press release or is it best to um, email a reporter or producer directly with some bullet points? Okay, not everything warrants a press release as, as you understand something that your company might find interesting that you're doing maybe within the office you're gonna send it to 10TV or any news organization. We're gonna say, that's great that your office is having a weight loss challenge, but we don't need to know about it and our viewers don't really need to know about it. So I think if it's something different that your company's doing, if it's something unique that your company is doing that's never been done, something really interesting, and I know that's a 
it's a generic word to say, and what's interesting to you may not be interesting to me, but you can figure that out. Um, what's the public benefit of whatever you're doing with your company, with your business? Is there a public benefit? Then you send that out. Um, and I want to mention this. Uh, how does it affect our viewers? Does it affect our viewers? If it doesn't, we're probably not going to cover it. And the other thing is, when you send out that press release, as I mentioned, you want to provide a list of people that we might be able to interview while we're covering that event or whatever you have going on. In addition to having those people, don't make it your, the president of your company. I'm sure they're great and they're wonderful, but how does what your restaurant is doing or your lawn care service doing impact an actual human being. I want to interview that human being. I don't want to interview your president. I don't want to interview the official. We try not to put police officers and firefighters on TV as much as possible. I know that sounds crazy, but we don't because they're going to give us official sound that I can say what a firefighter says if they tell me what happened at the fire. What I want to interview is who I want to interview is the person impacted by that fire or the person that was saved by that smoke alarm. That's the, the emotional sound. That's what's going to make a great story. That's a really good point. Um, and to, I, I know you asked me uh, about, um, is it better to contact a reporter directly or a producer, or does it vary on the yeah, situation? Yeah, does, does it matter? Um, so for example, you emailed me directly. You didn't email the entire station and say, hey, does anybody want to come out and do this event? You emailed me directly. You and I have that relationship. I responded to you. Uh, if you have that relationship with a reporter or a producer, I think it's great, and that's probably your best way of getting a story covered, because even if we can't cover it, we'll pass it on to another reporter, or we'll tell you, hey, that angle doesn't work, but how about this, or have you guys seen an increase in this? We're going to try to spin it in a way that, or try to get it covered, um, ask you questions that'll get your event or whatever you want covered. Because for us, we like it when you approach us with stories. You know, the Better Business Bureau contacts us and says, hey, there's an increase in scams. If you send it directly to me, I pitch it to my manager. A, I don't have to worry about what's my story gonna be that day. And B, it makes me look good. I have the connections in the community. I'm the first to know when the Better Business Bureau finds out that there's a new scam out there. I'm gonna be that reporter that covers it. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And I do wanna get back to relationship building, um, but you touched a little bit on some do's and don'ts with mm -hmm. press releases. So can you elaborate on that, whether it's like length or format or anything else? Yeah, I have a lots, lots of don'ts that I can okay. go over <laughs> with you. And I didn't want this to be just my opinion. I wanted to ask a couple of my coworkers, so I did that. I asked a producer, I asked our news desk managers who receive all the press releases, and I asked one of our camera guys too because they get sent out on the stories and they're the ones that are like, you sent me to this event, there's no visuals here. There's there's nothing for me to shoot, you know? It's just a wall and a guy, that's it. Um, so, again, I'm gonna reiterate this so many times, keep it short and simple. Um, I brought some examples of good and bad press releases. So you can see this one here would probably take you about 15 minutes to read. So that's small font and almost two pages. Two pages. Yeah. Look at this one. This is a half a page. I have another one here, 
Um, when, where, time, contact, and then what. So it's divided up almost like an invitation. You know, it has the bolded yeah. when, bolded where, short sentences. That's very different. And I know people, when they're, they're writing their press releases, they're thinking, well, I'm going to give them all the information that I have so they have everything. You know, when we just want to know what's happening. And then once we get to your event, if we want to know more information, we'll ask you. If you want to give us information about your company, just put a link to your website. We'll find it ourselves. We're reporters. We'll dig for it. What we don't want to do is spend 15 minutes reading it. Waiting through for the small details. Yeah. Waiting through to say, wait, where is this? What's the date? You know, that's so hard to do. Who does this impact? Will there be people there? You know, you don't want to, you want to make it as simple for that reporter mm -hmm. to read it at 9 a.m. We have to uh, go in and pitch our stories at 9.15. You want to make it as simple as possible. So if I'm getting late to finding my story for that day, I see it at 9 o'clock, what, where, when, how, who, great. I go in and I can pitch it without having to sift through all this. I talked to one of our um assignment desk uh, employees who sifts through a lot more press releases than I do. He said, make it copy and paste friendly. So nowadays we have the web. So while we may not get a camera crew and a reporter to cover your event, if it's it, because there might be breaking news happening. So all the reporters on all the camera guys are out and you have an opening of your business. Well, we want to let the community know there's a new restaurant opening, there's a new any kind of business opening in our community. We are the news. We want to cover as much as possible. We can post it on the web. So make your press release copy and paste friendly is exactly what our news desk said. And don't use the word we in it. Okay. We are excited to, for the opening. Then you have, then it's up to our new, our web editors to go in and take the word we out. Mm -hmm. And anything that says, you know, Anything that we would have to rewrite. Don't write it in first person. Then. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's good advice. Right. And uh, he also mentioned this, and I never thought of it this way because I don't write for the web very often. I only write my own stories for the web. Write in AP style. Learn how to write in AP style because that's what we put on our website. But, yeah, that that's what came directly from the people that... Uh, that get a bunch of them. And, yeah. yeah, and pick what <laughs> stories we cover and we don't. But again, that's an important note to remember. Send out that press release. Even if you don't think you're going to get media coverage for it, we might just be looking for more web content, and we'll put it up on the web. All right. You never know. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. good Good advice. Um, so let's say a business is in its early years, um, or even a longstanding business who wants to start getting more media attention. Um, so what are some steps that they can take to start building those media relations? Every single TV station, radio station, newspaper has a hub. So mm -hmm. for us, it's a news desk. And there's a generic email. It's WBNSdesk at 10TV.com. And if you send something to that, if you, if you have a press release, you send it to that, every single person in the newsroom gets it. So you're covered that way. So first of all, call the whoever you, is it the newspaper, is it the radio station, is it a magazine, call them and say, who do I send press releases to? It's as simple as that. It's going to be one email. People call in and say, hey, I have an event that I'm covering. Again, that means someone has to take the time, drop what they're doing, write it down. Don't make the phone call. You can make a phone call and follow up. Is there a camera coming? Again, everything depends on breaking news. If breaking news happens, no, we're not going to come to your event, unfortunately, even if it's something good. But 
just find out what is that email to send it to. Uh, find out uh, specific reporters. Um, there might be a reporter that is um, covering schools, a business, a business reporter, a medical reporter, if, you, if your company has something to do with medical. Uh, find out who that reporter is. Um, watch local news, read local newspapers, listen to the radio stations, and do some research. It's going to help you. The other thing I would say is have experts available. So I'm sure many of your businesses have experts, right? Mm -hmm. So again, if you are a lawn care service, say there was a windstorm yesterday, and I have all these tree branches in my yard, and I don't know what to do with it. Well, I guarantee you 10TV is going to do a story about wind damage, somebody in Upper Arlington has a tree in their yard, what do they do, how do you clean up, and all of that, and then what What are pricing. Send a press release the night of that windstorm and say, hey, tomorrow morning we have a lawn care expert available for you to interview. We are going to jump on that. Same thing with snow removal. I mean, you can think of a million examples of where you're, you have experts that we could interview that tie into uh, what's happening. So also being in the know, what's happening, how does how can your business help? And then pitch yourself to the TV station or whoever it is for you to be interviewed. And again, that gives us less work. We're always looking for less work, just like anybody else. If a if an expert comes to me and says, hey, I'm available for you to interview me about this thing that happened yesterday, that's an hour of phone calls I don't have to make to find an expert in that specific field. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. You guys have very little time. Make it simple. Make it obvious. Yeah. Think ahead. Exactly. And um, that general email you mentioned for any station, you mm -hmm. would just go to contact and it probably has something listed there yeah, to get started. Go, exactly. Same thing with the reporters. If you go to contact, my email is up there. It's not hard to find us. I mean, we're also on social media. You can reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, send us a message. Uh, but again, your best bet is to send that press release to that news desk or the editor, how, whoever it may be. Just call and ask. It's one phone call that you will forever have that one email that you need. It takes, you know, one minute to do and you'll have it and you'll be done. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good place to start for sure. Um, so are there any certain buzzwords or angles businesses should try to hit when constructing an email, pitching a new story, mm -hmm. like certain words that really get your attention? Um, not necessarily words, but we're all, always looking out for our viewer. How does the mom in Dublin, why does she care? Mm -hmm. So when you make it about our viewers or a newspaper's readers or listeners, that's when we're going to pay attention. Why would our viewer care? Um, some things that you can add in there that might get our, our attention. This is the first time ever in Columbus so-and-so is happening. Again, that makes it unique, so you mm -hmm. should send it out, you should pitch it. Uh, or um, an interesting stat, you know, 90% of Columbus residents, whatever it may be. And if it's a shocking statistic, that might catch our attention. So 
uh, you know, some of those things are good. There aren't really buzzwords, but I would say don't make the press release about you or your business. Make it about how your business impacts the community. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And with the with the stats, make sure you have a source and you're not just oh, right. Yeah, and, making and you know what? Up. Your company might have the Better Business Bureau. I'm sure you do polling. You ask, oh yeah yeah right. Mm-hmm. Um, so say you know our company uh, did a poll or uh, did a questionnaire, and we found out that you know 90% of people are living without this or. You know, for example, I'll give you one. I have one right here. I mean, this sounds silly, but it'll get your attention and we'll use it. Um, Recently, it was National Tequila Day. That's a press release we got, right? So according to Ranker.com, the top 10 tequila brands are as follows, one through 10. Our viewers are probably going to be curious to know that. Is it going to get a two-minute uh, on air mention? No, but a 10 second mention, you know, if we are cover, we happen, happen to be covering National Tequila Day, we'll say, by the way, according to, you know, this website, Don Julio is the number one tequila that people are drinking in the United States. It sounds silly, but it caught my attention. What is that number one tequila? Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think you started to touch on this a little bit. Um, with researching reporters and seeing what type, uh, what type of stories that they tell. Um, so how can you tell which news outlet is going to be the best fit for your story? Uh, for example, Columbus Underground might cover things that are a little different than what you cover at 10TV. Right. I would say, first of all, don't don't rule them out. If you're going to write a press release, might as well send it to somebody, to everybody, not just specifically uh, one place, because you never know. I might be a reporter. Uh, at Columbus Business First looking for something and your press release made me think of your business. Not necessarily about what you're doing, but again, that expert. Oh, that business has an expert in this. I'm working on a different story. I'm going to reach out to them to see if they want to do this story with me. So yes, you can form your pitches differently to different media outlets. But my advice would be if you're writing a press release and you're putting in all that work, just send it to everybody. And again, we may not be able to make it to your event or to cover whatever is happening, whatever story you want us to do about your business, but we might just put it up on our website. So you'll get some kind of coverage, possibly. So it doesn't hurt then just to kind of send it out there. Yeah, it doesn't hurt unless you know, again, a specific reporter for that specific magazine, that specific newspaper, um, I would just say send it to everybody. It doesn't hurt, right? Yeah, All it takes, I agree. It, and if we're not interested, you just delete. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's not my, that that's hard. That's my philosophy. Exactly. Well, not that you send a press release out for anything, but why not? You know, why see who's interested. Better <laughs> to send it, but make it a good press release. Yes, yes, of <laughs> course. Uh, well, before we wrap up, is there any like last minute tips you have or anything else you wanted to say? Um, I would say, uh, again, I'm going to remind people, make those press releases short and sweet and clear and to the point. And um, pitch specifics, not generics. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example where, uh, you know, a charity, for example, might be 
giving away uh, backpacks. Well, pitch to me the family, the one family that is impacted by receiving those backpacks, how much money it's saving that one family. So there's a difference between the pitch. There could be the pitch of, hey, we have a backpack giveaway, we're gonna give them away to 200 families, or make it really specific and put emotion in it. The emotion is one family is gonna save $60 for their child, which they can use to pay for their utilities because of this backpack giveaway. Now that's a good story. The backpack giveaway is great. The fact that a family is gonna be able to pay for their electric bill because of what this organization is doing and I can interview that family, there we go. We're always looking for you know, those stories with emotion. Something when you sit at home and you're watching your TV, you wanna listen, you wanna know more, You makes you care. Because there's things happening all the time. You know, there's great things that our businesses and our community are doing all the time. I think it's just knowing how to tell those stories. You know better than anybody, you know, how it's impacting the community. How is what your business doing going to change someone's life? How is what your business is doing going to impact someone that day or that year? Um, so make it really specific. Again, that makes our job easier and it makes for a better story for us to tell hopefully uh, yeah hopefully people do that because you know we'd love to see more we'd love to tell more good stories you know and I feel like I've told you multiple times today if it comes to breaking news uh, we might not be able to cover whatever is happening that day at you know it's probably something good that gets put on the back burner but if it is a good story that you pitch about an impact in the community or an impact on a family um we're we're gonna say okay we can't do it today but we'll do it tomorrow and we'll figure out a way to sh to shoot it the next day or the next week um but we want to cover good stories so keep those pitches coming <laughs> Good, keep them coming. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for coming in, and I know that I learned a couple things or saw things differently. Uh, so I think that you gave a lot of good tips that businesses can start using right away. Yeah, good. I, I hope so, and I could give you plenty more, but I'll leave it at that. I'll keep it short and simple for now, <laughs> if you want to call it that. <laughs> um, well, listeners, you can find out more by visiting 10tv.com and following Karina on social media. Be sure to subscribe to BBB SparkCast so you don't miss out on the conversation. And if there's a topic that you'd like to hear about, feel free to email us at podcast at centralohio.bbb.org. And we look forward to you joining us next time.